Welcome to Short Stories, a podcast on mommyhood matters by The Shortest Tallman. I am your host, Maggie Tallman, The Shortest Tallman herself. Grab a cup of coffee or tea and hang out with me while we discuss everything mommyhood. I'll share with you a bit about my own life and stories and bring on some amazing guests who are real moms like you and me doing really amazing things. So let's get started. Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Here we are. It's episode seven already. I can't believe it. Um, So we're already past the halfway point um, for season one of the Shortest Tallman's podcast. So thank you so much for joining along and listening. Um, It's hot outside, man. Today's July 2nd. Holy smokes. It is crazy hot outside. Um, I don't know how how the folks down south do it all the time. I mean, I'm just melting every time I, I go outside. So I'm trying to, the only reason I go outside is if I have to go to Target or I'm going into a pool. Um, otherwise, I'm just staying in. Ooh. Um, so, like I said, today's July 2nd. Um, we're looking at doing maybe a weekend getaway at some point this summer. Um, as you know, I live in um, the right the center of New York State, New Hartford, New York. Um, if you look at the map, we're like dead center. Um you know, our favorite go-to place to go um, for a weekend getaway is Boston, just because we know the city so well, and um, we, we just really enjoy it there. Um, and it's very familiar to us since I went to school in Boston. Um, do you have any recommendations? Should we venture out? I mean, I feel like it's like ordering, you know, my favorite dish at a restaurant. Um, hey, Mom. Uh-oh. Yes. Okay, you can go ahead. I'll tell me when you're done. Okay, uh-oh. Um, Tiny Tallman just announced that he needs to go poopy, so I'm going to keep this short. But <laughs> if you have any recommendations for um, a favorite uh, weekend getaway in the Northeast, um, I am all ears, so I would love to know. Um, so today, the interview of, of Episode 7 features the spectacular and splendid Katie Painter um, of Can Mama Get Fit? This gal has a full-time job that is no joke. Um, she's a nurse. She's a nurse educator in maternity and labor. I don't, yeah, I don't know exactly. She says it in there, so <laughs> I won't screw it up and say something wrong. But um, so she does that, which is like obviously a full-time job. And um, she also has not one, not two, but three side hustles. I can't even wrap my brain around that. I mean, and I know so many people that have these side hustles, especially especially in direct sales. That seems to be you know very popular right now, especially among moms. Um, and I'm just amazed that she has three. So she, you know chats about how she makes all of that work and a big part of um, why I want to have her on the show and why she why she's so spectacular and why she's able to do all the things that she does is that um, she um, has a wonderful mindfulness practice that she shares on her social media page um, and her mindfulness practice includes appreciation forgiveness self-care meditation releasing all of the toxins um, so it's, it's pretty cool. I think this is going to be, um, I mean, really, I think all these episodes are great for moms. Um, I know last week I, I 
I really tried to say that it was... Uh-oh. You didn't go to the bathroom? Okay, I gotta make this real short because Tenny Tomlin's got a spray bottle in the house. Hang on, hang on. Let me let me finish. Anyway, all I'm trying to say is I think you're gonna really enjoy this one. I think it's a great episode for moms. We talk a lot about mindfulness and tackling that overwhelmed monster that tends to get to all of us um, now and again, and perhaps uh, more often than we would like. So enjoy. Well, hello, everyone. Today, I'm so excited because I am here to talk to Katie Painter, um, who is, she runs the um, the brand Can Mama Get Fit. Um, she has a Facebook page, and she's she wears a million hats. Um, she's into fitness. She talks a lot about mindfulness um, and self-care. Um, she is a nurse. She is, uh, so she's a work outside of the home mom, W-O-H-M. Um, she has three kids. She does side hustles. I'm not sure if she has Hermione's time turner necklace or how we fit all of these things in, but I can't wait to find out. So hello, Katie. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. I'm so glad to be talking to you because I've kind of wondered for a while um, how you're able to do all of these things that you do because my day is only 24 hours and I'm not sure if your day is somehow longer. <laughs> I have magic. I make more hours. <laughs> I think you do. I think you do. Um, you know, you've got the full package. You've got an amazing career and I know you just had at your, your main job, you just had a big change. Um, and it sounded like you were really excited about that and, you know, and you're, you're a nurse. And so that's very demanding. You've got three kids and you've got a lot going on. You, but, and on top of all of that, you seem calm, you seem grounded, you seem very happy. Um, and you, you share all of your pieces of wisdom that you've learned on Facebook. So is all of this a facade? Is it true? What's the story? <laughs> well, you know, I'll be honest. I, I'm not always grounded. I'm not always happy. But what I do have are the tools to get me back going in the right direction. And that's where my brand is focused right now is really trying to help moms who feel that overwhelm and that busy so that they can get back to that grounded, that peace, that calm. The overwhelm is um, always there. Just it is always lurking. there. Oh my goodness. Always there. Always lurking. And you know, the thing with being overwhelmed is not to ignore it and not to pretend that it's not there. You really have to own it. And when you own it, that's when you can do the little things that help fix it. Oh, I never thought about it that way. I did. I think I do try to ignore it and kind of just, just keep swimming, just keep swimming. Exactly. And I think that's what moms are taught to do. Be super mom and, and just ignore the fact that it's overwhelming, but you really can't fix a problem until you know it's there. So once you own that, that overwhelm, or maybe it's sadness, maybe it's depression, maybe it's that you're angry with someone. 
until you own it, you're not able to fix it and move past it and move on with your life. Hmm. Okay. So, okay. So, you know, back to all these hats that you wear, um, with, you know, you're, you are, you work full time as a nurse, right? I, I do. I work as a nurse educator. Okay. So that's big. <laughs> that's big. It's no joke. <laughs> that is no joke. That is legit. Um, and you've got now, do you, do you have just one side hustle going on right now or do you have more than one? Um, I have three. I thought that you had three. a few. Okay. My yes, goodness gracious. Yep. Um, um, how do you put it all in? I actually have a very good scheduling system. Um, I use the app cozy and you we do. Put everything I've seen into ads the cozy app. Yep. Okay. Um, it's an internet calendar. I rely on help from lots of people. So all the people that, that help us and help keep our family going can access the calendar from anywhere they are. So whether it's my parents or a friend or my husband, we all have access to the same schedule, um, with reminders so that we don't forget anything. And that's how we keep it going. Oh, wow. Okay. That's really cool. So three side hustles. I'm trying to wrap my brain around that because three side hustles sounds like at least a full-time job added all together. <laughs> right. So, you know, these are popular. I, you know, I feel like, I feel like when something is big, the memes follow. And I feel like right. on several occasions I've seen memes of people being like, you know, Facebook is, you know, has a lot of people doing direct sales. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's, yep. it, it, it seems to really target women. I mean, women are really into this, especially moms, um, you know, trying to make a little extra money. Um, they're drawn to direct sales as a side hustle. So, you know, that's, uh, what's your, you know, what's your, you're successful with it. Obviously you wouldn't be doing it. What's your right. secret, secret with doing it? Right. Well, so two of my side hustles are indirect sales. And the reason I was drawn to them is because I had passion for the product. So all I have to do in my side hustle is, is share that passion and what I'm doing with it and how things are going. Um, and the products are delivered and shipped and packed and they take the money for me. So I don't have to deal with any of the sales side of it. All I have to do is share. And help okay. people with the same products I'm passionate about. And that's what I think most people are drawn to when they are successful in direct sales. Um, if you're not trying to sell something to someone who doesn't need it, and you're just trying to help people by sharing what you know works, I think that's what leads to the success. I see. Okay. Um, so it's not, I mean, it's not too much work. It's really not. There have been times where I've had to cut back on it a little bit. For example, you said I just started this new job and I took some time away from the the side hustles and focused on this new aspect of my career. But again, mm -hmm. that's the beauty of direct sales. You know, it can ebb and flow and you still right. get residual income without having to put in that that consistent work every single day. You have a season where you're recruiting and you have a season where you're sharing and you have a season where you're just plain old using the products, but it all rolls together into one nice, tidy little package. I see. So really the trick is that, you know, if you want to get involved in one of these, you really have to find something that like, you know, 
speaks to you, something that you really, you really stand behind those products. And that's what, you know, that's why you're doing it. You're doing it to help people and not like it is to make money, but it's to help people. And then the money just kind of naturally comes. Right. And I truly believe that, you know, you see some people who are just naturally successful and some who seem to struggle always with it. And I, I really do think it comes down to whether or not you're, you're choosing your market based on something that you really believe in. Because I think okay. it shows, you know, if you're right, sure. to and share something that you don't really believe in, I think people can see through that even on social media. I see. So you're able to balance all of this. Um, so two of them are direct sales and one is not direct sales. Right. Okay. My goodness. So that's a lot going on, but you, you know, you just find your balance and, you know, let it kind of ebb and flow and do its thing. Okay. Exactly. So, you know, you've got this good balance of time between your four work hats (laughs) (laughs) and your four members of your family. Right. Um, How does your mindfulness practice play into that? I think without my mindfulness practice, I wouldn't be able to wear all these hats. Um, you'd get drawn down into the the sticky mire of everything that's going on and you would forget to take care of yourself. And that's really what mindfulness is all about is mm-hmm. making sure you're taking care of yourself in the process. So, you know, there've been times where my mindfulness practice slips a little bit. Um, just mm-hmm. like when you're sick and you're taking a medication and you start to feel better, you stop taking that medication And then sometimes you start to not feel so good again. It's the same way with mindfulness. If you're not practicing it all the time, you're going to notice some of those negative things creeping back in, some of those struggles really pulling you down. And, you know, like I said, I'm not always in that perfect balance. I do get pulled back down, but I think it's that mindfulness practice that really helps lift me back up and keeps me on track with everything that I'm trying to accomplish without, without weighing me down and without sacrificing what's really important to me, which is Mm -hmm. my family. Sure. Now, do you use meditation as part of your mindfulness? I do. However, um, I do have some of my clients that prefer not to do a lot of meditation. They lean on some of the other things that I, I practice and I teach. Okay. Like what? There's really several different parts of my mindfulness practice. Um, appreciation is a big, big one. I think a lot of times we forget to appreciate all those little things. Forgiveness is a huge part. And when we talk about our forgiveness, we talk about journaling and writing letters to people, even if we don't deliver them. Mm -hmm. Um, we talk about, um, the self care aspects, not just with fitness, but nutrition or other body techniques. I talk a lot about Epsom salt baths and how to detox chemicals out of your body and then how to put the healthy stuff back in. So there's a lot more to mindfulness than just meditation and clearing the mind. It it has to do a lot with releasing things from your mind and your physical body. It all rolls into one. I see just like all of the toxins, all of the toxins, (laughs) toxins, the mind, physical, they can be mental as well. Yeah. I see. I see. So what started you on the path with all of this, this mindfulness and, and well, I guess just all of that mindfulness stuff. You know, I think honestly, it's a combination of 
what I was doing in my side hustle and what I do in my career. So I'm not just a nurse educator. I am a uh, maternal child health nurse educator, and I've worked in maternal child health nursing for a little over 23 years now. Um, and I'm a huge advocate of Lamaze and hypnobirthing. And I've always helped my patients and my Lamaze students see how mindfulness works into easing their pain and their discomfort during labor. Mm -hmm. So when I started with my can mama get fit brand, all of a sudden I realized, you know, it, it's kind of like being in labor. You have to go through that, that physical challenge. But what if I added the mind in just like I teach my Lamaze students. And when I did that, it was like an explosion. It was, it was incredible how much the difference was in the progress I could make physically as well as mentally. And I started putting it together and that's what branched me out into that third side hustle, um, which is still can mama get fit, but it's more taking on those clients who need more balance and more mindfulness in their life. Oh, wow. Okay. That's really cool. I really like that. It's really fun. Um, yeah. Um, you know, are, do you have any, are there any resources in particular that you recommend? So there's two big ones that I recommend. I'm a huge Gabrielle Bernstein fan. She's my favorite author right now. Um, she has a lot of different books based on different things people might need. My favorite one right now is called miracles now. And it's Mm -hmm. like one really short chapter a day that goes over a different aspect of mindfulness, meditation, um, self-care, sleep, physical, um, laughter, you know, she'll hit a different topic every day. So you get it in little tiny, little tiny pieces throughout your week, your month, your year. And I think that's Mm. helpful. I think if you throw it all in at once, people get overwhelmed, um, by not being overwhelmed. (laughs) And so you've got to take it little bites at a time. So that's, that's one that I really enjoy. Um, any of the books by her, the other one is, um, it's called Ula, O-O-L-A. Um, it's written by Dave Braun and Troy Amidal. And it okay. actually goes over the seven Fs, the seven things you need to find balance in your life. So it's, it's fitness, it's finance, it's family, it's faith, friends, fun, and field, which would be your career, occupation, side okay. hustle. Um, and what I did is I took one of those every day of the week. And I sort of focus on it to keep myself balanced. Um, as I'm going through my busy week, you know, one day I, I focus a little more on fitness. What can I do more with my fitness to make it, you know, feel balanced and feel like I'm making progress. And then the next day, maybe I'm okay. Time to go spend time with my friends. I'm just going to focus on my friends. What can I do in the next week to really draw those friendships in and, and make them seem, you know, very tangible and very, um, reasonable. What can I do to really bring a new hobby into my life to create more fun in my life? Um, so I think going, going off of the ULA principles is really helpful when you don't know where to begin. Right. Okay. Yeah. That sounds, I like that. I like how, I mean, there's seven, so there's seven days in a week. Um, they're very tangible things. I love that there seems to be this revolution going on with, um, you know, in the self-help, you know, yeah. I, it sounds like kind of an icky 
Like, I feel like that's got a, you know, connotation to it. I'm a huge self-help junkie right now. Me too. Um, and oh my gosh, love, love, love. I just like, like that's all I'm eating up. Um, and I, it just seems like there's this revolution going on right now with Gabby Bernstein yep. and Mastin Kip and Oprah's series exactly. and mm-hmm. um, the Super Soul Sessions and um, Brene Brown, um, all these great people. There's so many great resources right now. I was curious to hear what you were going to say, um, you know, as far as the resources in particular you recommend. And, um, you know, I, I feel like when you were talking about the seven Fs, which I had not heard of that Ula, um, book before, but it just sounds, it sounds so reminiscent of so many things that I've been reading and it's just like manifested in different ways, right. different combinations. Um, and it really, what all of it, um, has to do with is intentions, intentionality, yes. living with intentions yes. and not just sort of like, just keep swimming, which, you know, has its own purpose. <laughs> There's yes, plenty of just swimming that we have to do, but, you know, really, um, living intentionally and thinking about those seven F's being mindful of that and taking care of yourself, which is more than just, um, you know, getting, going to the spa, you know, it's, it's so much, it, it, it's just so much. It means so much and it makes such a difference to us and to everyone around us. And if we want to, you know, so, so many of us put our families first, I mean, of course, and we can't do that as fully if we're not being intentional in our mindfulness. Cool. Well, those are good. Those are great research uh, resources. Um, you know, I was just thinking about your social media mm-hmm. and I see lots of videos and photos of you on social media in the midst of a workout, lots of real life pictures. Yeah. I love the, I love it with you and your daughters <laughs> exercising together. Um, you know, another thing that you fit in the same 24 hour yeah. day. Um, is it beach body? Is that your, your, uh, drug of choice with fitness? <laughs> you know, it actually is right now. Um, and it has been for some time because I like that. It's not a one size fits all. They mm-hmm. offer so many different programs that fit so many different needs. Um, I've had a lot of health issues in my past and I have some mm. things that I have to work around and okay. it's nice that on, you know, a day that maybe I need more stretching, I can go to Pio or days that I really need to get some aggressive feelings out. I can do the cardio kickboxing style or, you know, my true passion is weightlifting. So, really? you know, maybe there's a day that I just want to lift hardcore weights and I use the Beachbody on demand app and there are thousands of different options on there. And sometimes, honestly, I don't get to choose based on what I want to do. I get to choose based on how much time do I have in the day to fit this in it might not be a day I can mm-hmm. fit a 60 minute workout in. It's just not reasonable every day for me, but it, right. it's necessary for me to do those workouts to feel the way I want to feel. So if I need to fit in something for 20 minutes, you know, I can reach into that. It's almost like a Netflix for fitness people. You know, you can go in and choose the one okay. you want for that day and stream it to your television. And, um, you know, you can calculate your, your fitness needs in 
and it does the rest for you. You just follow the program. So that's, that's why it's my, my choice because there's so many options for everything that I might need for any specific day. I haven't used the Beachbody On Demand, but it does sound pretty sweet. It is pretty awesome. It, it sounded like yeah. it was, you know, the time had come for that and it's a pretty sweet, they have a lot of options. So that's nice. You don't have to buy all these individual programs and right. kind of be stuck right. looking at Autumn right. Calabrese. <laughs> yeah. Like I, she's going to wear, yep. She's wearing the orange sports bra today. <laughs> and she's going to make that joke. I'm going to laugh at the punchline now. Yeah. And honestly, <laughs> my, my daughter, the, the, my middle daughter that does most of the workouts with me, um, mm-hmm. she does love her, but there are times when she says, Oh mom, she's going to say that same quote again. <laughs> so, you know, maybe, maybe one day we have to choose based on how many quotes we don't want to hear, you know, that's an option too. <laughs> right. Oh, how funny. Um, you know, you've got, you've, so really you're using all this mindfulness, you know, self-care stuff to be able to fit it all in and follow your passions um, you know, do you, you said before that sometimes you do, you know, kind of fall into the overwhelm, right? You know, what, how do you combat that when you're feeling stuck? You so, know, do you ever feel stuck? I you do. pass that now. Yeah. And, and <laughs> honestly, the first thing I do is I admit that I'm stuck. And once I admit that I'm stuck, I start working on those very basic things. I take my, my three things I appreciate first thing in the morning. And that's the very first thing I do. And I write it down. There's something magical about Mm -hmm. taking a pencil and putting it to paper and writing it down. It's different than just saying it in your head. So Mm -hmm. I do appreciations in the morning and I do them right before I go to bed. And the more I focus on those, you know, the more I kind of pull myself out of that being stuck. If there's something specific that's got me stuck, you know, maybe I've had a a traumatic event happen. Maybe I'm not getting along with someone and it's making me feel sad. Um, that's when I do more of that forgiveness, that journaling work to kind of write okay. it out when it spill out of me. Um, and at the end of those passages, what I usually do is I usually write down, I love you. I forgive you. I release you. And then I tear that paper up and I burn it or I bury it in the yard or I throw it in a shred bin, whatever I need to do to get rid of it. Right. And that really helps get you unstuck. You know, if you journal something out and you lay it all out there and what you're doing is telling yourself, I love you. And you're forgiving yourself for getting stuck. And then you're releasing it. You let it all go. I love that. It's, it's, the best I therapy. love that. That sounds awesome. I'm totally going to start doing that. Um, I did start um, writing in a gratitude journal not that mm-hmm. long ago. Yep. And um, that's been great. And I've kind of gotten to the point where I don't do it every single day um, just because I it just slips my mind. But when I do think of it, I, I just jot some things down. And if anybody read it, they probably think I was a nutcase because I, like, I'm, I just, it's like I, I do like a stream of consciousness. That's what you should do. You know, I'm, yes. That's what I do. And yes. I, I'm so thankful for my van. Yeah, you know, I have a, <laughs> I have a van that's seven years old, and right. I just it takes me where I need to go, and I have a van, and it, it's you know it has I bought it because I needed you know to fit lots of little people, and I write that down. But I love the journaling thing, the forgiveness, the, and you know what too, it reminds me. Um, so I'm obsessed with Oprah's Super Soul Sessions, uh-huh. uh, so the Super Soul Podcast. 
Um, and I caught the episode uh, with Jack Canfield, who's the author of uh, Chicken Soup for the Soul. Right. And I've listened to the episode with him probably five times. I love it. He just, there's so many good things in it. And there's a lot of things that you said that, that he has said, and he said how hard it can be. Sometimes he'll just talk to himself in the mirror. Um, I think this was when he was talking about his, his, um, bedtime routines, like what he, what he does at night. And, um, and yeah, sometimes he'll just talk to himself in the mirror and, and say, I love you to himself. And he said, it really, a lot of people can't do that. They, they just, it, it, they choke up and they can't do it. Yeah. And it's really crazy. We can have such compassion for everyone else and tell everyone else to take it easy and don't be so hard on yourself and, you know, X, Y, and Z, but we can't do those things to ourselves. Right. It's amazing. Hmm. Okay. Um, you know, one of the other things you talked about, um, is positive energy law of attraction stuff. Yes. Um, energy attracts like energy. You said in one of your videos, you know, what, what works for you with this? Um, I mean, I'm assuming a lot of that's going to be gratitude and, you know, does it really work? Because the law of attraction, it sounds like so hokey. It does. <laughs> and it I totally buy into it. Yeah. But it sounds very like, corny and cheesy and yeah okay whatever whatever you want to believe <laughs> sure <laughs> and the first time I read the book I actually felt like it was way too hokey for me I mean I'm out there but that's really out there but there's a couple <laughs> things that, that sort of turned it around for me number one you know I haven't read the book I've only Ooh, seen yeah, the movie I'll read the book now I'm gonna give it to you okay so oh wonderful <laughs> have you seen the movie because the movie I is have. something else the movie is something else so read the book yes um Yes. <laughs> but if you think about it, like think about the last time you woke up and like you just were in a bad mood when you woke up and doesn't everything start going wrong? I mean, you'll spill yes. toe when you wake up and then you'll burn your toast and then you'll spill milk on the floor and then you get in your car and it won't start. And it, it just seems to go on like that forever. Or when you're running late and you're worried about being late, don't you hit every red light? Right. So if you think about just those little things that happen in every day, you'll see that it, it really does kind of play out true, even when you're not thinking about it. But the opposite is also true. You know, when you were um, first falling in love with your spouse, didn't everything seem rosy and golden and flowers and butterflies and puppy dogs and, you know, everything seemed great. It's, it's like attracts like whatever you're focusing on is, is primarily what you're going to get. So if you're focusing on um, the fact that you're in debt, what you're probably going to get mm-hmm. is a lot more bills. <laughs> but if you're focusing right. on abundance and how wonderful things are and, you know, there's so many drops of water in the ocean and there's so many clouds in the sky and look at all the flowers in the field, you're going to notice that you start acquiring more of what you want in your life as well. So I think mm-hmm. the proof is kind of in the pudding. There's a book called E Squared. Um, Hmm. I can't remember the author, so don't ask me that right now, but it's E squared. (laughs) I actually listened to it on audio and it completely changed the way I thought about the law of attraction. I have a story about butterfly that you can find on my social media, uh, site and I'll give you the short version, but basically I was working with someone who was helping me with the law of attraction. And she said, okay, I want you just to like, imagine a yellow butterfly and 
you're going to think about that all day. And I guarantee you, you're going to get that yellow butterfly. And this was like in mid February in upstate New York. And I thought, whatever lady, you're, I'm never going to get a yellow right. butterfly. And so sure enough, like I wasn't getting it and I wasn't getting it because I wasn't focusing on it. Right. I got to work. You're thinking about, I'm not going to see it. Yeah. I thought I'm never going to see it. Where am I going to ever see this yellow butterfly? And, um, so I went through my whole work and I was, I thought I was searching for the butterfly, but I couldn't find the butterfly. And I, I went to go eat my yogurt and I thought, you know, this is just, you know, this is terrible. I I can't believe this is happening to me, but I'm going to give it one more shot. And I said, universe, I need to see Mm -hmm. that yellow butterfly and I need to see it right now. And I put a spoonful of yogurt up to my mouth and I dropped it (laughs) right on my (laughs) scrub top. And when I went to wipe it off, there was a humongous yellow butterfly in the fabric of my scrub top. And I thought, wow. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I think the universe is listening to me. I think it is. And I started looking around the room and there were butterflies in my entire workspace that day that I had ignored because I was determined not to see them. So when you open your eyes and you start looking for things, that's when you're going to see them show up in your life. Not when you're trying to push them away. So those those yellow butterflies, whatever they are for you, they're there. You just have to open your eyes and look at them. And that's, that's you know, the law of attraction that I, I follow. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, I think that if you pick something and you really start looking for it and look for that, those great, amazing things in your life, you really are going to see them. Yeah, I believe it. I totally believe it. Cause I've seen it too. I mean, I just, just recently I was thinking about, um, my son is in nursery school and starting in September, he's going to be going for more days and it's going to cost more money and I'm still not working. And I'm thinking, gosh, you know, I'm a little worried about that. How are we going to pay for that and continue to pay for the activities that the kids do? How are we going to maintain? And you know, how's that going to work? And I thought, you know what? No, I'm just going to trust that the universe is going to take care of this. Yes. And, and I'm going to somewhere, I think it was in maybe a YouTube video I had heard something about how you have to trust. It was an Abraham Hicks Hicks video. I'm sure it was Um, trusting, uh, feeling, feeling um, like feeling the feels. Yes. I'm totally not worried. Right. Of (laughs) what has not yet manifested, but what you want to have. Exactly. So I use, and I thought, you know what? So what? So what if this is crazy? So what if this is dumb? I'm going to just, I'm going to just do it. And, um, you know, I, it's only in my little, it's only in my little mind. Mm-hmm. So nobody, I don't have to embarrass myself for anybody unless I decided to talk about it on my podcast which later, <laughs> which I just did. And I said, you know what? I'm just, I'm, I'm just going to start feeling the joy of being, um, having enough money to take care of this exactly, and it's going to, you know, and just trust that it's going to work out. And I thought about that and I, and I, tr- I tried my darndest to believe in it. And wouldn't you know, long story short, I have, I just accepted a job in September Great. and it's a little part-time job that fits like a glove in my perfect. schedule. It's perfect. It's not, it's not too much, but it's allowing me to still have plenty of time. Um, as a stay at home mom right now, which is, I'm just loving having the opportunity to do that right now. And don't you know, it pays for the tuition and with just a little bit extra, like, Oh, it's almost an even trade. Yep. That's usually what happens. And I'm like, mm-hmm. 
that I'm like, my, you know what? And, and you know what? I also feel like, okay, guess what? What if I'm wrong? What if Who I'm cares? wrong? What if the law of attraction? Who cares? Right. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't right. matter. So what? You know what? I wasted a little bit of time with the thoughts I was thinking that were elevating me and making me feel more positive. So it still wasn't for naught. I mean, why not? Yeah. And I, and so, I think Abraham Hicks really hits it there with the feeling. Danielle Laporte also really talks about yes. feeling instead of doing. I have my cord. I'm looking mm-hmm. at my list of my core desired feelings. Yeah. Your core <laughs> desired feelings. And yes. it really has to do with more with feelings than your actions. And, and that's one of the big lessons that Abraham Hicks teaches is that when you can feel the way you want to feel, that's when you've got it made. Not when you feel the way your current situation is. So if you can focus right. on how you that's feel. That's that feeling there. of the stuff that's not manifested. Exactly. Yep. Yes. Mm, I love it. And one of my core desired feelings is connected or connection. I didn't know how to, <laughs> where to put that word, form of that word. And here I am talking to you right. on a podcast. Love it. Okay. So, um, um, um. So let's see. Oh yeah. I had a question about, um, tips that you might have for working moms. So many working moms tend to be so drained. Yep. Um, I know that I was, I know that I'm relatively drained now exactly. <laughs> as a stay-at-home mom <laughs> and that negative energy is there again. And it's just lurking. The overwhelm yeah. is lurking in the corners, um, leading to more negative energy yes. with the like attract like. Yep. How do we stop that negativity train? Well, you know, there's a couple of things you can do just to keep it from getting started in the first place. And the biggest one is to learn how to say no. I mean, you got to say no to some things. And mm-hmm. I, it's really hard for me because I want to help everyone and I want to do everything and I want to be there for sure. everyone. Um, and I've really had to cut back on a lot of different things. And my husband will still tell you I say yes to too many things. Right. But I've probably <laughs> cut back by about a half. So you've really got to say yes to only those things that really fuel your passion or Mm, focus mm -hmm. on the important things for you, like your family. Um, Right. Staying with a good schedule, you know, and finding those things that work for you, whether it's a planner or an app or um, just a a whiteboard in your kitchen, it's got to be some kind of a scheduling process that you go through. And then I I think the third thing is really, you've got to start every day with those appreciations and that intention. Um, there's a book called the miracle morning that can really mm. help if people don't know how to get their day started. Right. It gives several different tips on how to get started with that. Um, and you can get the miracle morning for corporate. You can get the miracle morning for network marketing. You can get the miracle morning for moms oh, um, okay. kind of okay. down into that, but just the basic one is the one that I read. And, you know, it really has a lot of these tips that I've been talking about, but it kind of wraps them up in a nice Mm. little package for people who don't know where to start. I have to work on that because I tend to, you know, fall asleep via just, you know, like unintentional, like just, I mean, like I don't necessarily like, you know, I'll be honest. Sometimes I wear my clothes (laughs) (laughs) to bed. It's not intentional, but I'm so tired and I just release into my sleep, Um, which is a really nice way of wording that. And my husband would be like, yeah, yes, she does release in her sleep. (laughs) He is a true night owl. I mean, just. Yes, mine too. Yep. Oh my gosh. Um, And 
Yes. And I am not, I mean, I can, if I get my second wind that I'm good, but I, it's, that's not my natural tendency, but I'm not necessarily a get up super early person either. So I just like sleep. I don't well, know. Well, and that was me too. And and this book really helped me actually look forward to waking mm. up in the morning. Whereas before I was really dragging. So I Ooh, actually do. Okay. I get up about 30 minutes before I'm going to start my workout with my daughter. Cause I need those 30 minutes to myself. I need to, mm-hmm. you know, maybe do a little miniature meditation. Maybe I need to sit in the living room and say my appreciations out loud. To the See, sunshine. that's my problem. Whatever it yeah, might be. My problem is I get up and I just, and I just start hit the ground running. Right. Like and just, that's what I always did before. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the and it's not, it's, you redirect yeah. that into more of the mindfulness work. And, and part of what he talks about is actual physical fitness too, which helped because I was already doing at least one part of it. Um, but right. to get up and, and not start your day running makes such a big difference in the way that your whole day mm-hmm. goes. So I would really suggest that you, you reach out and try to find that book and they have a good audible version of that book too. Okay. Audible yeah, versions I need of books to, are that's... great. If you don't have time to sit down and read, you can play it while you're in the shower. You can play it while you're driving your kids around. Um, you know, you can, you can listen while you're doing your laundry or your dishes or whatever right, right. Two things done at once. Yes. Just like podcasts. Yeah. You can listen to oh, podcasts, podcasts whenever you want. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Well that's, that's some helpful stuff. Um, how are you so brave? You're so authentic <laughs> and, and you're, you're, you really embrace it. Actually, authenticity is one of my, also one of my core desired feelings, a la Danielle Laporte. Um, I've been really embracing my weird. Um, I feel like when I was a kid, I was like totally yeah. the weird kid. <laughs> and um, Whitesboro class of 2002, if you went to elementary school with me, you probably know that. Uh, <laughs> And then I, and then I learned that I was weird and I tried to not be weird. And now I'm just trying to be my own brand of weird and just let my freak flag fly. (laughs) So you're not a freak. Um, but I love your authenticity and you know, we're always trying to keep up with the Joneses. Uh Um, how are you so brave to post your videos and show, your funky, authentic self, which actually isn't very funky, Ooh, but I wish I had an answer to that. You know, if you would ask anyone I went to elementary school with, they would tell you I was the quietest <laughs> person ever. I was shy. <laughs> I was scared. I didn't talk to anyone. Um, and I, I grew up and had friends, I think only because I lived in the same small town for most of my life. Um, but I had to move to a new school system in a big city when I was a junior in high school. And at that point, I think that I knew if I didn't learn how to be brave and just jump in there and, you know, let Mm. people know what I was really like, that I was never going to make it. And I think that Mm -hmm. transition, as awful as it was, probably changed my personality for the better permanently. Wow. Um, You know, and I always still wanted to fit in, you know, what teenager doesn't. Sure. But. Of course, um, yeah. you know, I think as I, because it's the most important thing in the world, I think as I grew into an <laughs> adult, from yeah, your peers. I, I think as I, I grew up and became an adult and had three daughters, mm. I looked at them mm-hmm. and I thought, I never want them to feel that way. I want them to learn to be themselves right. from the beginning. So mm-hmm. I think I, I might not be brave for myself. I think I'm brave for them. 
I think I'm more brave because mm-hmm. I want them to grow up and know that they can be who they want to be and do what they want to do. And it's okay. They don't have to right. fit in and conform. Um, and hopefully I'm doing a great job with that. Um, I think it's easier to do it when you do it for someone else. Sadly. I love that. Um, but then right. again, it, right. you know, it all goes right back around to that journaling and that mindset and all of that too. You know, when I do that, I feel like I'm really led to post exactly what's going on in my life. You know, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't sugarcoat it. And I think that's how I'm able to have that successful third sideline opportunity because I really am just teaching what I'm already doing. Love it. Well, I think you're pretty spectacular there, Katie Painter. You're welcome. We're going to make a spectacular team, I think. I think so, too. Um, I have these silly little questions that I like to ask at the end of every interview. Can I ask you? Are you ready? Go for it. I'm ready. Okay. Favorite author and or book? Okay. Well, I already told you Gabrielle Bernstein is my favorite, like, mindfulness Mm -hmm. author. But I got to tell you that, um, we're going to go with some fiction. I don't know if I'd survive without my outlander. Um, those books took a long time, but I devoured them. Yes. So I'm going to say that fiction goes, that's where I'm standing. Mm -hmm. Um, but as far as, you know, the mindfulness, the self-help, it's definitely Gabrielle Bernstein. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Okay. Favorite quote. Okay, I'm not going to give you a favorite quote because I call myself the quote collector. I like so many quotes. I have books and journals and things on my phone and affirmations, and I'm just full of of all kinds of different quotes. <laughs> so I can't pick one. Oh, how funny. Okay. We'll just have to go to Can Mama Get Fit on Facebook. We'll have to go to that one, yeah, I for see. sure. And we'll find some of your they're all over. quotable quotes all over. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Um, guilty pleasure. Oh, I love a glass of red wine. That sounds like a pretty good guilty pleasure. That sounds like I can hit that up right about now. <laughs> um, besides your family, because everybody would give this answer if yeah. I didn't say you can't say that. What gets you going? What's puts, what puts the fizz in your soda? What puts the fizz in my soda? I don't drink soda. Actually, I don't drink anything with fizz, but what? if I Champagne? did, if, nothing, not funny. <laughs> I guess that's a little pork about me. Um, anything outdoors. So I like to go camping. I like to go gardening. I like to be in the sunshine at the beach. Um, anything that can put me in the out of doors puts the fizz in my soda. Oh, I like that. Okay. Um, what keeps you balanced and calm? Sticking with that morning mindset and making sure I get outside at least once in every day. And what do you think the world needs more of? I think the world just needs more of people who are willing to be themselves. Love it. I think that would be my answer too. I think everything, every, um, you know, being the self-help junkie that I am right now, everything I have read, listened to, um, you know, and, and felt, um, in meditation is just that is just you do you just uh, embracing yourself and whatever that is. <laughs> Absolutely. Well then this was a lovely conversation. 
this was a lot of fun. I have some books I have to find. You do. I'm very excited about this. You can find all of them on my shelf. Just come on over. <laughs> I love it. I just may I do that. Them out. <laughs> I love that. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much. You've, I, I think that, you know, you've said a lot that is going to be, um, you know, th- that our listeners are going to find some solace in that we're, you know, there's going to be some inspiration here and, um, and maybe attack that overwhelm monster lurking in the shadows a little bit. We can kind of counteract with some of the, some of the tidbits you gave us. So thank you so much. You are so welcome. All right. Well, we'll talk soon there, Katie Painter. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Bye. Bye. 